You're listening to Financial Insights, a podcast that helps investors through the difficult maze of financial planning and saving for retirement. I'm Brian Ullman, and I'm a financial advisor and certified financial planner at Ford Financial Group. And together with some guests and other advisors at my firm, we're talking about the issues and questions relating to finance that face our clients every day. Happy New Year. Welcome back to the podcast. It, it's unbelievable how quickly time can fly. We started this podcast in early 2019, and we had a meager start with just a few listeners, but we are hitting 10,000 downloads now on this podcast. And as you can imagine, more people tune in when things are getting weird with markets, and things haven't gotten very weird with markets, not really since um, February and March of 2020. But we are rounding out, or we've already rounded out, 2021. We are headed into 2022. Gyms are going to be full of people. Resolutions are going to be strong. Diets are going to be resolute for now. And as always, as we get into a new year, we want to take a look and deliver our outlook for 2022. We will have a webinar for this in January, but I thought also it's worthwhile to talk about some of this in the podcast, we're talking about passing the baton, taking the training wheels off the economy and moving forward in a way where the economy can maybe stand on its own without the help of fiscal and monetary stimulus. So as we look forward, we're talking now about passing the baton because our resurgent economy grew at over a 6% pace in the first half of last year and is on track for a total of a 5% Uh, rate of growth for the year 2020 uh, once it's all settled and closed. The current economic recovery, which actually started, as I mentioned, in May of 2020, has really benefited from the widespread vaccine availability and additional fiscal stimulus. So while the economy continues to move forward, we're still feeling the aftershocks of the COVID-19 variants, Delta and otherwise. And whether through elevated inflation, supply chain bottlenecks, or an imbalanced labor market, Though that's the COVID hangover that we've got right now. Last year also saw positives beyond economic growth, though. With schools opening their doors, thank God, I will say as an aside, and extended family gatherings at things like Thanksgiving tables and Christmas tables, activities that were frankly uncommon in 2020. We are inching, even though we're far from normal, we were inching back to normal last year in 2021. At the same time, the S&P 500 last year continued to advance. Corporate America faced this kind of generational challenge with some resilience and saw earnings growth that surprised even the most optimistic pundits. The recovery has been a testament to our ability to manipulate our world. Scientists developed several vaccines extraordinarily quickly. Central banks and policymakers found ways to insert themselves into complex network into the complex network of economic relationships to help bridge the worst of the economic crisis, particularly for those who were feeling it particularly hard. But the same scale that multiplies our control of the world can also multiply potential mistakes and make robust, complex systems more fragile. We've had a hand up that's helped us through this period of unique economic challenges. In 2022, though, in this new year, the economy may be ready for a handoff back to a greater emphasis on the individual choices of households and businesses. Now, how smoothly that handoff is, 
executed may determine the course of the recovery ultimately. So on a, on a smaller scale, for many of us, those individual relationships that always sustain us, that have been much more vital over the last couple of years, have gotten us through. We managed to stay connected somehow with friends and family. I will say, though, I will never, ever do a Zoom happy hour ever again. I like Zoom, but no more Zoom happy hours. Uh, we, we found new ways to work together with our colleagues. We relied on our relationships with skilled professionals to navigate difficult decisions, whether it's estate planning attorneys, tax preparers and CPAs, or your financial advisors like us here at Ford Financial Group. Sound financial advice in particular has helped guide many of us through this period of uncertainty. So now we're, we're looking to our Outlook 2022, passing the baton, to provide some insight and analysis for the next set of challenges that the economy and markets might face. So let's begin first with the economy. Keep in mind, the economy and markets, two different things. One affects the other, vice versa, vice versa, but the economy is where we're going to begin. And as the U.S. economy moves to a more mid-cycle kind of position, our 2022 forecast is for a 4 to 4.5% GDP or gross domestic product growth in 2022. Fiscal and monetary policies played huge roles in the economic recovery last year in 2021, but we see 2022 really playing out as a handoff. See, we're sticking with this theme here, a handoff from stimulus bridging a pandemic recovery to an economy that's growing firmly on its own with consumers, productivity, small businesses, capital investments, all of those things playing a part in the next stage of economic growth. So as we move past COVID-19 globally, Europe and Japan could also be ripe for potentially better economic growth here in this new year in 2022. Meanwhile, emerging markets may disappoint as growth in China could be constrained by regulatory crackdowns that we already saw in some of those Chinese tech companies uh, late last year. Let's talk for a moment about inflation. I feel like all these podcasts that we've been doing lately are about inflation, but you know, it's the topic of the day. So in 2021, it was the year that nearly everything was in shortage, and it all translated to added inflationary pressures. Record number of ships waiting at ports, lack of materials, unfilled job openings, higher commodity prices, and myriad of supply chain disruptions added to price pressures. So while we believe these pressures will steadily decrease over this year and probably even into next year, 2023, and we're going to eventually settle back into 2 or 2.5% two inflation, it's not going to happen overnight. This is a process, not an event. It's going to be a gradual process at that. So expect the rate of inflation to slow, but prices are not going down. There's a difference. The rate of growth is going to slow. Um, I stopped growing as much, or I stopped growing taller, that is, as a, you know, as late in my teenage years, even though I grew a little bit more, right? This is what we're talking about. You're still growing, but you're growing slower. I'm growing out now, not up, but that's a whole other, that's a whole other story. That's the COVID-19 or COVID-20 that needs to come off here in 2022. Let's move from my waistline to stocks so we can talk about, I think, the, the thing that many people tune into this podcast to listen to, and it's stocks. We're going to get to bonds in a second. Ultimately, we expect solid economic and earnings growth in 2022 to help U.S. stocks deliver additional gains here in this new year. 
if we're approaching or maybe we're already in the middle of an economic cycle with at least a few more years left in it, which I think is our view here, then we believe the chances of another good year for stocks in 2022 are quite high. A double-digit percentage increase in the S&P 500 earnings per share, or EPS, in 2022 is possible. But COVID-19-related supply chain issues, combined with materials and labor shortages, really could lead to higher costs and constrained profit margins. So we believe that the S&P 500 could be fairly valued at 5,000 or 5,100 at the end of this year, 2022, based on an EPS estimate of about $235 and an index PE between 21 and 21 and a half, provided that you know, treasuries kind of stay low. So we favor U.S. over developed international and value over growth as we get into this cycle here or mid-cycle and cyclical sectors over defensive sectors. If you're positioning for sectors uh, using funds, ETFs or, or whatever names you're choosing to use in your portfolio. I think the reality here is that a lot of the low-hanging fruit of the COVID recovery has been picked. So while we can expect a solid year this year, and we do expect a solid year this year, you're going to have to earn it. Everybody with a pulse was able to choose some good names and some good funds and have a decent return. Even the, even the worst do-it-yourselfer was able to manage some positive returns last year. But this is where the rubber is going to hit the road this year. With higher valuations and higher P.E. ratios and all of the things that have been propelling us higher will probably not be working quite as well here in 2022. And so it's going to take a little bit of fortitude. You're going to have to earn your returns this year with some patience and and some kind of stoic investing, you could say. So how do you do that? Well, if you, depending on your time frame, you probably have some bonds in your portfolio. So let's move on to bonds because we expect interest rates to move modestly higher in 2022 based on near-term inflation expectations that are above historical trends and improving growth expectations once the impact of the COVID-19 variants start to recede. So our year-end 2022 forecast for the 10-year Treasury bond yield is 1.75 to 2%, somewhere in there. However, an aging global demographic that needs income, higher global debt levels, and an ongoing bull market in equities could actually keep interest rates from going much higher than that over the next year. Nonetheless, with starting yields still low by historical standards, returns are likely to be flat to maybe low single digits in 2022, with credit spreads as low as they've been in years. Really, we remain neutral on investment-grade corporate credit. I think equities continue to, to offer a better return potential than high-yield bonds, and bank loans might make sense for an appropriate income-oriented investor willing to take on a bit more risk. But really, the deal here is that rates, even though they're going up for bonds that can make the pricing tough, overall yields are going from non-existent to low. And so that's something to keep in mind, especially getting back to stocks if you're worried about rising interest rates causing a dent in returns like they did in late 2018. Let's touch on a couple extra things before we, we wrap this outlook up. Commodities is is one of the things that I wanted to touch on quickly. One of the more surprising things about 2021 was that it saw both commodities and the U.S. dollar advance significantly. So we don't expect that same dynamic to continue here in, in this year, in 2022. But really, though, we remain positive on industrial metals like copper and expect continued gains kind of in those areas. 
Our precious metals view is neutral, and we see the limited near-term upside for oil prices uh, after such a strong rally, along with the risk of in- increased supply. Uh, and then moving to alternative in- investments, which is something that's been a focus with yields so low, but people trying to control risk. I think with bond yields low and the prospect of modestly rising rates, it might actually be an appropriate time to check back with alternative investments, especially those that have historically acted as a way to diversify interest rate related fixed income risk without simply acting like stocks. That's one of the problems with alternatives. They say, okay, well, we're going to diversify here, diversify your bonds, when really the risk profile of some of these alternative investments is too high for the people who are looking for these kinds of solutions. So these kinds of strategies that might be useful could include global macro, multi-strategy, equity market neutral funds, which is something we've here used at Ford Financial Group here in the in recent past. And our preferred solution lately is that these event-driven funds that actually thrive on volatility generally. So there's your outlook, the executive summary, if you will, for 2022. Hopefully, this is going to help you navigate this year in which economic conditions are going to continue to improve. I think we expect 2022 to be a year that can help you make progress towards reaching your financial goals. And a little good coaching can probably help with that. So if you have questions about the port- your the makeup of your portfolio and how you're situated for in your investments, for your prospects for retirement, whether it relates to social security and other things, give us a call, shoot us an email, info at fordfg.com. I'm going to leave it there. Happy New Year. May you keep your New Year's resolutions past the 1st of February. I look forward to talking to you in the next one. The advisors with Ford Financial Group are registered representatives with and securities are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA and SIPC. Investment advice is offered through Ford Financial Group, a registered investment advisor and a separate entity from LPL. The opinions voiced in this material are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All indices are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly. Stock investing involves risk, including loss of principal. No strategy assures success or protects against loss. The economic forecasts set forth in this podcast may not develop as predicted. Ford Financial Group and LPL Financial do not provide tax or legal advice or services. This information is not intended as a solicitation or an offer to buy or sell any security referred to herein.